Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, welcome to Course Wizards. This is Christopher Maselli and Amit Aurora, and we're here to talk to you today about building your online course. How are you doing today, Amit? I am good and hot. Texas, how are you doing, Chris? Oh, you finally made it to Texas. I know you were moving. It's, it sounds like that was quite a move, huh? It was, and I am here. The move is over. Now we just have to live out of boxes till we start unpacking them. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have to live out of boxes, what you could use is a little extra cash, right? And uh, and today, that's kind of what we're talking about, is that when you're creating an online course, what should you charge? Because you know when you create an online course... Often, the first thing that goes through our minds is, uh, okay, now how much do I make people pay for this? You know, are they are they going to want to pay a lot? Are they going to want to pay a little? What what's it worth? Um, and you want to charge not too much or too little, but just right. And so, um, what what do you think Ahmed is the first thing someone should do when they're trying to figure out how, what to charge? Yeah, I went through this for the hospitality course that we were building, and. Um, the first thing I did is you know, search what other courses are in my niche, whether that's on Udemy or just Google. Uh, so I'd say, you know, go ahead and search for similar courses in your niche uh, to kind of get an idea of what they're pricing. So what the analogy that I like to use, Chris, is if you were to shop, if you were to shop for a suit, say for a wedding, you have two options. You're going to buy a suit at Walmart or buy a suit, same suit. Everything is the same, but buy it at Nordstrom. Which right. where where would you expect to pay more money? Well, I would expect it Nordstrom's, unless it's a really tiny suit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I also think of pricing my course the same way. If I go too cheap, I might lose the perceived value of the course. But if yeah. I go too expensive, people might not be able to afford it. So it's it's kind of hard. But you have to find that right balance between you don't want to go too cheap because then people perceive it with the the amount you're paying is perceived with the value you're getting, right? If I buy a $10 course on Udemy, do I expect to make a million bucks after learning that course? No. But if I spend $5,000 for the same course, then yes, I expect to make a lot more. Yeah. And, and actually, using your example, not only do you want to research your competition, but you want to research your competition on the platform that you're using. So, for instance, if you're teaching on Udemy, what do other people on Udemy charge for a similar course versus if you're if you've got your own platform like we use New Zendler? You know, what might people on a standalone platform charge for something like this? And, you know, so many people are teaching today that you can probably find someone who's got a course somewhat similar to what you want to teach. Hopefully yours is a little better in some way. You've tweaked it a little bit, but you you can kind of get an idea. Okay, what are people charging and, and do they seem to get uh, people purchasing, you know, for that price? The thing that I would like to add, uh, you said that, you know, you can find people who are teaching in your niche, similar yes. courses. Yes. That was my big issue is I was trying to create a course and create a category for hospitality which didn't mm. exist so people were not used to learning online for hospitality so that was my biggest challenge and that's when i came up with a new idea of to price course i mean it's not new to 
the industry, but it was new for me. Yes. Is what will my students get after they take my course? So, for example, my course was how to become a hotel general manager, and my target yeah. audience was assistant general managers, which are making about forty grand a year. So, after taking my course, they were going to start making about fifty-five to sixty grand a year if mm. they apply everything that we taught them in the course. Yes. $20,000 more annual salary bump, right? So they are making 50% more a year for spending 500 bucks on a course. So you have to kind of also, you can put it that way. $500 today will get you 20 grand more tomorrow. So how can your students get from point A to point B and how much more will their value increase once they finish your course? Yeah, and then what's really important there is to make sure that when you are creating the pages, the marketing pages for your course, that you have to get that value across. Because if someone is reading about your course and they don't really think, okay, this is going to make that much of a difference in my life, they're not going to pay as much. But if they know, hey, this could increase my income you know, two, three fold, they will absolutely be willing to drop a little more. Now, you can't make promises you can't keep. You know, they, they have to be able to um, actually do what you're saying if they put what's in your course into practice. Um, but absolutely, you can, uh, uh, you can charge a little more if, you've, if you're able to show them why they should spend that much. And, and, and you know, I like to say, too, if... It's a little bit of a game too, you know, when you're pricing things. And if you price your course and all of a sudden you notice that you're getting so many people that you almost can't handle them, charge a little more. You're probably not charging enough, right? You could charge a little more, make it, try to make it even out. And then likewise, on the other side, if you don't get enough people, maybe run a sale. Try try to see what people are willing to to pay. These are all part of your research, right? You've got to do a lot of research. As you're, um, as you're going through this in order to determine the price. And I was listening to someone's podcast episode and this guy was saying that he basically kept upping his price to what you said. People were buying it at the $200 price point, so he upped it to $297. People still mm-hmm. kept buying. He upped it to $397. <laughs> still people kept buying. So find that price point where people will not have resistance. And once you start finding resistance maybe come back to the price point before that where there was less resistance. That's right. That's right. And so uh, I liked what you um, gave as examples there, 297, 397. There's a principle called the magic of sevens. And they have noticed through numerous uh, studies that people tend to be more um, uh, receptive of purchasing something that ends in a number seven. I think it, it shows that there's value in it. It's like worth a little more, but it doesn't go up to that nine where you perceive that it's the next number up. So I always like pricing things, $27, $47, $97, uh, $297, $397, that sort of thing. There's a psychology there. You know, just like if you go to Walmart and you see something that ends in 88 cents, you know that they're closing it out, right? They know that 88 cents means get it off the shelf, okay? Right. So the, in, it, when it comes to your courses, try to use sevens as um, uh, part of it. I even, I even have some things that I'll sell just for $7 because I know that if you're, if you're willing to spend five, you're willing to spend seven, but seven doesn't sound like 10. So it's, a, it's, it's really a nice middle road. Sevens, try to use sevens. 
Yeah, and you will see that especially in the internet marketing industry, right? A lot of the people selling online courses on how to teach online courses will yes. go like $9.97, $7.97. So yeah, <laughs> I, I have seen those sevens everywhere too. Uh, so Chris, how, how about we do an exercise for our listeners uh, that you tell me what I should price my upcoming course at and I can tell you what I have a price point in mind. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so tell me about your course. All right. So the course is for those. I'm a consultant, an IT consultant, and I implement Salesforce for companies. So my course is going to be teaching people how to become a Salesforce consultant. And a Salesforce consultant at a good company, we're talking, there's some big companies out there like TCS, uh, Cognizant. These are like big consulting companies make anywhere like closer to 100k or sometimes even over 100k a year. Wow. Okay. So this is very much, um, you're helping people essentially find a new job. Uh, the fact that you're a consultant tells me that uh, I probably am not going to spend $39 for this or 37 or something like that, right? This yeah. is going to be a, a higher priced item. So, And I imagine you would have some sort of tripwire before getting into here that they, you're going to give them something free, like as a lead magnet, maybe give them a small something. And then we're going to have a lot bigger. Tell me how many videos, how long is the course? Yes. So the course is going to be walking people through two real life projects that I have worked on as a consultant. So we will be showing them these two separate projects and each project would have like, I don't know, 30, 50 videos of like five to 10 minutes each. Wow, 50 videos each. So th this is a massive total, 50, course. 50 total. Like 50 you can total. do like 25, okay. 30 per uh, project. I see. But that's still, it's a pretty big course. They know they've got big expectations with it. And you're someone who definitely knows how to do this because you've done this yourself. So, um, gosh, I think you could probably... The people who are taking my course are most likely in a position in a role called a business analyst. Uh, where they are making still decent money. They're probably making 60 to 70K a year today. And this is going to help them get into that next level. So the big difference is, right, uh, as, as a business analyst, they're doing more junior level work on the platform, mm -hmm. the platform being Salesforce. After becoming a consultant, they will be doing more high level work. Uh, so they're moving up the ladder to the next step. So I would probably value the course at forty nine ninety seven, and maybe um, I might start it at twelve ninety seven, or or actually let's say make it eleven ninety seven. Twelve hundred dollars is what I'd probably start it at, but the value is certainly at least five thousand. Wow, nice! I like it. So where where'd you land? So I'm I'm actually going a little less aggressive. I'm going at uh, four ninety seven because I I just don't know to, to your point right we are experimenting here and our listeners should understand this that you and i are sure. also learning things as we go and we don't always have all the answers so i'm going to start at 497 and what i'm also going to do so i use thrive yes. theme products for everything right for my wordpress pages and everything and then i use thrive card for my checkout pages so i'm going to try to also do a split test where two people Landing on the same page will see different mm -hmm. versions of the page and different versions will have different price points. Everything else will be yes. the same. Just the price will be different. 
and then I'll run a split test and see if whether 397 is converting better than 497, better than 597, so on and so forth. Yeah, and I, I would make it a special, like, um, I wouldn't call it beta, but make, make it a special pricing that's limited time because this is the first launch so that you can, like, make it active for 30 days or 45 days and then take it down and analyze it because then it's okay if you want to go up and double the price, Um you know, it, it'll it'll still seem fair to do that. So yeah, that that doesn't bother me. I think that's especially good when you're testing it out to start out at that and see how it does. Um, if it does, if it doesn't do so well, though, I really think that is a very fair price. I would definitely be looking at your marketing copy more than anything if that doesn't uh, work well. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that's that should give our listeners some good ideas on how to price their courses. So just to recap, what Chris and I are ta- have talked about is look at the competition, what are they charging, research them. Don't think that you have to go lower than your competition. Maybe you're providing more value than your competitors. And if you're not providing more value, think of providing more value than your competitors. Do some testing uh, at different price points. Don't just pick one price and stay there. If you start getting business at that price, think about going up higher, maybe by 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is. And then also, if you're not getting enough sales, consider using coupons to run special promotions. And then Chris mentioned the magic of number seven. So <laughs> think about, you know, $197, $97, whatever the price point, play with that. Um, sometimes even odd numbers, like $64, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? Just play with odd numbers. Yeah, you, you can try different things like that. And that's where testing comes in. That's that's why you want to be able to, uh, I like that you're using Thrivecart and you can actually test things while they're live and just see, okay, you know, which which group tends to get more clicks and more purchases. And so absolutely, that's it's a good, good idea. So these have been the Course Wizards. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and leave a... Uh, uh, comment for us and, and a, a review for us on your play, favorite podcast platform at all others find us. Uh, we appreciate you listening and we will talk to you again soon. Take care, stay safe and keep creating. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.